This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Now You're Talking. It's a show about the most interesting people and stories of Mississippi. And boy, we're going to live up to that today. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey, editor-at-large and cartoonist of Mississippi Today. Now, that part's not living up to it. This part's living up to it because in the house, we have Blues Hall of Fame, Mississippi Musicians Hall of Fame, Rhythm and Blues Music Hall of Fame inductee, and, of course, now you're talking Hall of Fame as well. Bobby Rush is in the studio. Of course, he's no stranger to the music business and life in general, and we're going to hear a little bit about that today. And, of course, there's no stopping him, and if you try, well, he ain't studying you. The international blues legend is in studio to discuss everything from his award-winning career to his new record release in September, in addition to his upcoming MPB documentary, a performance at Offbeat Records on May 17th, and what Mother's Day means to him and more. But first, speaking of Mother's Day, uh, Jermaine, I know you had a great Mother's Day. I did. I did. How was yours, Marshall? Uh, it was great. You know, I get called mother a lot, so that works out great. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Can I tell that joke on the air? I don't think so. Oh, well, it was, it was calls a, you mother, Marshall? Uh, there are several politicians, <laughs> but we won't bring them up. Uh, I had a fantastic mother. My mother's passed. Miss her. Uh, thank goodness for her. She gave birth to me, and Amen. she uh, gave me my art genes and gave me a lot of love and encouragement, so God mm-hmm, bless her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was the weekend of Amy. Uh, which, of course, is my beloved wife. The best. Uh, who's the best boy mom on the planet, who has three boys and uh, <laughs> is long-suffering because of it. But they spoiled her and treated her great. So it was a great mother's yeah, day. Good stuff. Mine's the same. My mom, you know, she whooped me and treated me great all at the same time. Oh, yeah. Well, that was- so you had to get a whooping and then you got a hug. But that's how I turned out so great. today is modesty monday here on now you're talking she would agree (laughs) exactly now you did turn out great no doubt on that yeah it is kind of you know mothers really are kind of really the glue especially here in mississippi they really really matter to so many different things you think about it for instance how do we get around mississippi for instance number one you can say well do you know bobby rush then you know everybody on the planet including the pope of course if you say who's your mama that's how you get around Mississippi because it's yes. like the two questions. Who's your mama and where do you go to church? Mm-hmm. Those are two big questions mm-hmm. here and that can get you everywhere. Usually they they pose it like this. Who your mama and them? And them. <laughs> yeah, and them. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wouldn't understand that. That's who your mama. Them. You know it and them. <laughs> no, no, I get that. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, he he's he not far enough down south to understand that Yes, one. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I'm a Yankee. I'm from Atlanta. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Too far north. <laughs> Too far north, definitely on that. You know, all those weird people moving there. But really, I just wanted to say um, a big props to Amy. You know, great mom, great teacher, great boy mom. You know, when I met her back a zillion and a half years ago, she said two things. She said, I want to be a mom. I don't want to be a teacher. And I knew at that moment she was going to be great at both. She can teach penguin fly. She's as good a teacher as I've come across. And, and like I said, my boys are all great. And it was nice having them well. You know, and also, too, this was a tough holiday for a lot of folks who maybe didn't have the world's greatest mom or they've recently lost a mom, too. And so I just wanted to throw out there that uh, my heart goes out to you also because, you know, it's tough. You go on Facebook and you see all the great mom pictures Definitely, and so forth. Yeah. And some folks, you know, didn't have that great experience on that. But at the end of the day, and I've always found that maybe a little forgiveness and a little bit of gratitude, you know, time that kind of makes the sting go away. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was good. Mother's Day. Bobby, I want to throw you in here as well because I know you have some deep thoughts on Mother's Day as well. 
Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, mothers is the greatest thing in the world. If, you, if you're if in this world and don't recognize you had a mom, you must have been hatched. So, <laughs> That's right. So you, 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 have, you have a mom. That's right. And I just tell all the people who don't have a mom, if you have a mom, love them now because it's too late to do it later. Yeah. You have to do what you have to do while, you, while it's time to do it and while you have a chance to do it. And don't, so you won't regret it. My plan when my mom was living to do everything I could why I could when it come a time I couldn't do I w- didn't regret what I did not do that's right you left nothing unsaid I, I, nothing unsaid yeah tell us a little bit about your mom uh, my mom had uh, 10 children and our, uh, on my dad's side his father which is my grandfather was married twice he had 18 children by each woman wow 36 kids I didn't know, but uh, I guess you know, but uh, 29 of them, but 21 of them lived over 100 years old. Wow. And I, that's so long, you got some good genes. I, I guess you can call it good genes. Yeah, because you're just getting started. I'm just, oh, yes, please. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just get started. And I won't call name, but my promoter, who, who's uh, who's our producer of your show, got the wrong uh, information a minute ago, and I just sassed her out by taking nine or ten months and adding it to my age. And so we had a little problem about that, but we'll talk about that later. No, don't worry. No, no, no. I think we need she's not listening right now, so oh, we just yeah, need yeah. to make sure we talk yeah, about her all yeah, we okay. can on all that. Right. But, yeah, no, we won't bring up that that terrible okay. number that yeah, she tried yeah. to make you yeah, on that. But, yeah. but the thing about you is, um, like I said, I just wish I had, like, half your energy. Well, I'm, a, I'm just blessed. I don't, I, don't, I don't take that for granted by my energy and, and God have given me this time to live and do the things I'm doing and finally making a little living out of That's what right. I'm doing. Because when I started doing what I'm doing, it, would, it wasn't about the money issue. It was about the love of what I do. And uh, later on, I remember B.B. King told me about 40 years ago, he said, Bobby Rush, I said, what is it, B? He said, you're going to be all right. You're going to make a lot of money doing what you're doing one of these days. I said, you mean tell me I can make money doing what I would do free? Because I would done it for the love of it. Yeah. And finally things come around. B.B. King was right. He was right. But if you didn't love it, you wouldn't have done the work. I, I love what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a, a stand-up comedian and yeah. trying to do some of everything, tap dancing and Telling jokes and trying to sing and playing yeah, the guitar. I just yeah, but you're an entertainer. You no, always that's have what, been. That's what yeah. that's what this business is about. What I do, right. entertainment. Yeah, it's not about singing, playing guitar, or blowing harmonica. It's about entertaining. Yeah. That's what I do. And you've always done that so well. Well, I, I did it until I learned how to do it well. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that 10,000-hour thing. Yeah, no, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of truth to that as well. Yeah. Um, just back to the Mother's Day thing real quick. Um, your wife had a really good Mother's Day. Also. Oh, yes, yeah, she had a good Mother's Day. My son taking her out uh, Saturday, took her out the day before Mother's Day, because every day Mother's Day was with, you, with, you, with a mother, you know. Yeah, but you can get and, into and, the restaurants a lot yeah, easier yeah, on yeah, Saturday yeah, than yeah, you Saturday. can on Sunday. You know, him being, uh, being with the police department here in Jackson, so he taking her out and he had to give her this wine and good time. Her and the grand boy, it made me feel good because I wasn't able to be with him because I was up, up north of Mississippi working. But but he was there filling the gap for me, man. That you know what? Kind of, oh God, man. Yeah, I, I, I was just in tears, happy because I had someone that who to take place and really show her a good time and and feel. I don't know where it feel a void on me, but. It should feel the place, make me feel good. I had someone that be with her that loved her, and she loved them, and make me feel good. I had someone taking my place. God, you know, when you're entertaining this business, you don't be home for Christmas, 
holidays is it's hard to be home because holiday is a time where people want you most. That's you right. Know, That's you know, right. I'm, I'm performing on holidays, you know. You know, and Mother's Day is one of them days where everybody want to have a party for their mother and they want me to perform for them, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there you go. You're, I mean, and you were te- you're breaking this down a little bit with me when we were in the in the green room, and you were telling me how many performances you do in a year. Well, up until the virus, I didn't do under 225 shows a year for 54 years. 54 years. 54 years. 54 years. Since that time, since the virus hit, for about four or five years, I did maybe 20 shows a year, which was a break from that. But now, the virus not over, but kind of over. Yeah. And I'm back to 200 shows. This year, I do, I'll do 200. I got 220 shows under my belt this year. That's incredible. So, like, yeah. if I'm doing raw math in my head, so you're doing over 12 to 15 a, a oh, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah, on the road yeah. a lot. I'm on the road a lot now. Uh, but they're not as stressed as they used to be because I don't have the band with me a lot. Not that I don't want the band with me because there's a lot of over here. When you got nine guys with you, you got nine problems. Yeah. You know? I do have <laughs> nine people with me and eight too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but they've been with me for a long time. Drummer been with me 40 years. Two keyboard been with me 25 years. The guitar player been with me 30 years. And uh, the bass man, he been with me about 12 years because I got a new keyboard player. Hadn't been with me that long since... I had a keyboard player about four years old to pass. Hot Dog was with me for about 30 yeah. years that he passed. And so I got a new keyboard player. But but overall, I work a lot of time for these guys to have some, some income, you know? Yeah. Not that I need them all the time. I want them all the time. But I do it because I want to pass down. The guy put a lot of time in with me. So right. I try to throw them up on and not throw them out those so they can have a way to make a living. A band's, a band's a lot like a marriage, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you get guys... When you got been with you forty years, you get to know ups and downs and in and outs of him. He knows you, and the, the bad things you, you 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 learn to deal with. The good thing you learn to love more, you know. Yeah. And you had your ups and downs, but your ins and outs. But you come on, that's family. Yeah. Well, I'm so man, I'm so glad though that your wife, you know, got some love and y- y'all had a good Mother's Day. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's like Good Mother's Day. Well, well, my wife. Uh, she have a good Mother's Day every day because I treat her like she's a mother, you know? Yeah. And and she she gets the best of treatment out of me. I'm not there all the time with her, but she knows that my heart is with her, and she knows that I take care of the things I need to take care of. Yeah. Uh, she don't have to stress about the bills being paid and who going to eat and what we're going <laughs> to eat and the whole bit. You know, I'm a good provider. I say that uh, openly. I'm a good provider. Yeah. Yeah. Speak, yeah. You know, so, I mean, I walked in today, and, I, and when I heard you're going to be on the show, I thought, well, he's, you know, he's busy. He's on the road. You know, I probably do. You know, he'll phone <laughs> in or whatever. No, not you. You just pulled yeah, in straight in I, from I, Memphis I this morning. I from Memphis and was driving. I know it was going to be a little early. I was timing myself, and I called my friend Greg up and tell him that I was here uh, yeah. in the area already. And he was in the bathroom, couldn't answer the phone, so I couldn't let nobody know I was out a little early. I just wanted I know, to know Greg I was, is thrilled that you just yeah. told everybody that. <laughs> Showering. Yeah. yeah. When I was in the bathroom, tell my that's where you shake a shower. Okay. But but he I was just letting you know he let him know that I was here early. Yeah. So so it wouldn't be don't worry about me, I'm here. Greg, you're here. So uh Jeb, Jeb jump in real quick. Uh tell some you've been really busy with, with Bobby and y'all have got some good things on the well, Bobby, um, yeah, like we were talking, uh, it's very difficult to keep up with him. Oh, Greg, just tell everybody who you are real quick. Uh, Greg Preston. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and I met in 1994 when I joined Malico Records. 
as the marketing director. And then when I left in 2004, I talked him into going into business with me. And we started a label mm-hmm. called Deep Rush Records. Yeah. He had a company called Knee Deep, uh, uh, Rush Up Productions, Rush Up and I had one called <clears throat> Knee Deep Productions. So I took one word from each company and created the label. And um, and we've been friends ever since, and we've been yeah. on the road together. We worked the Scorsese project yeah. for a year and a half at least. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that— Road to Memphis. Yeah, the road to Memphis, man. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh and um, so we we started the label and go we go through a company in Nashville called Thirty Tigers. Yeah, uh, David Macias. And uh, anyway, so what we're going to be doing? We put out a record in '04, I believe. We brought in a, this big cat named Alvin Youngblood. Big heart. <laughs> <laughs> and he's what six? He makes a guitar look like a ukulele, man. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's called Folk Funk. The record is. And uh, Charlie Jenkins, the late Charlie yeah. Jenkins on drums, uh, Stevie J on bass. Yeah. And uh, we tracked it in about nine hours, I guess. No rehearsals, nothing. No, We did a couple of overdubs uh, eventually, but it's a great record. So we're going to be putting this back out next year. With some added thing that we didn't have in there. We, uh, Sean Mackey, who had Sonic Temple Studios here in Jackson. Yeah. Uh, when he was up and running, we we did a lot of recording there, and uh, Bobby w- with Sean Kellerman, who was his yeah. guitar player for years, uh, great player, lives up in Canada now. But um, and Charlie Jenkins on drums, we found eight tracks uh, on a hard drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they're they're amazing, and uh, so we're going to be putting a double album out next year and re-releasing folk funk on vinyl. Yeah. So that's the whole point is just a vinyl release and then we're going to do this new record. Uh we haven't named it yet, but uh it's some great stuff, man. You know the thing about Bobby is it's like it's 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 been fun and like I said Bobby, I think I first interviewed you about a decade ago and, yeah. and I remember the first thing you said, I love your cartoons. I mean, I was literally yeah, walking yeah. 16 feet off the ground knowing, oh, man, Bobby Rush has actually seen my work. This is amazing. And of course, yeah. because I've been a fan of yours forever, but it's just fun to see that your success is continuing to go up and up and up and up. And just longevity's played a part, hasn't it? You know, uh, I, and, and hard work. Is it's hard work. It's hard work. Same yeah. thing with you. Have yeah. you saw his cartoons? Oh, absolutely, man. Oh, Love man. Him. Get Love his him. You know, and I, I'm just fond of cartoon because, you know, I do a lot of things at schools and a lot of things uh, uh, with kids. And I have uh, grandkids, great-grandkids. I'm just a kid in heart, man. And when I see that cartoon stuff that he do, it just melts me, you know. You know? And the guy who do cartoon had to think like a child. Uh, wish, I probably wish he was a child. And, you know? and some people say I act like one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah honestly, you have to put yourself yeah. in that mold, you yeah. know. I was in a class uh, about three weeks ago in a little classroom. The kids were getting out of school. I'm talking about like six and seven years old was the oldest one in the class. And I was telling this story about this rabbit when he had a long tail. And the kid was looking at me, a rabbit used to have a long tail. I said, yes, let me tell you when. And I went on to go back in the in the time when the rabbit had a long tail. And everybody was looking, including the older people. Like y'all looking at me <laughs> yeah. now. I could tell this story, make it look so real. <laughs> God, kids, about, kids about have what, to love you. Oh, man, yeah. come on. 
Yeah. yeah. I love the kids, man. They know I love them, you know. Yeah. It's really fun. Greg, man, that sounds – I can't wait for that. Because when you go into a studio and you literally just lay down a track with just like straight way through, you know it's going to be magic. Because mm-hmm. sometimes can, being in a studio can be like pulling teeth. It depends on what kind of record you want to yeah. come out with. Yeah. Man, you know, and this, when Bobby went in and uh, – Especially having Alvin Youngblood Hart yeah. playing guitar on the record, uh, he just his love for Bobby is just out of the stratosphere. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, it's a it's a really good record. I think uh, you'll enjoy it. I can't wait. And um, so yeah, I love him too, but I don't want him to put his hand on my guitar because he covered it up, making it look like a ukulele. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. You're listening now. You're talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm Marshall Ramsey, and we're back with the international blues legend, Bobby Rush. Bobby, I guess international is uh, legend. is That's such a cool ring to it, international blues legend. I didn't think about the international. What I thought about is just being present in both sides of the fence, uh, the earlier days and nowadays and what I think is going to come. Yeah. And when I think about that, I think about you as you've been in your radio show that's 10 years old. Could be better, but roughly 10 years old. Uh, did you ever think the 10 years you're going to still be doing the same thing you're doing? Or had you planned to do this for 10 years when you started? You know, 10 years ago, um, actually it was 13, 2010. So the Clarion Ledger made yeah. me part-time, and I suddenly had this huge block of time, right? I never thought I'd be in radio, never thought I'd do that. I never thought I'd write books. I never thought I'd illustrate books, never thought, you know, but, you know, obviously necessity is the mother of invention. So you reinvent yourself and all that. But then you found out, man, I really love doing this. And the thing that's been so great about the radio is I get to obviously get to sit down with folks like you that can tell great stories and help, you know, Mississippi kind of be able to tell their stories. And that's what I love about it. And so, um I don't know. You know, like I said, I, I don't think about what I'm going to do next week, per se. I kind of have an idea. But uh, at the end of the day, I just love what I'm doing, just like you love what you're doing. And, you know, what's so cool is you're so you can go fill up an arena yeah. over in Europe. But people in Mississippi love you just just as much, which that's really unique to be able to be loved at home as much as you are at far. But it's funny thing you you mentioned that uh, I'm in a position now. Well, I never thought I would be in most people say, well, you're not recognized at home, but people recognize me at home, and, and I appreciate that so much. I don't know because of what I do, it do so well, other people look at me and say, well, I feel sorry for you, Barbara Rich. We come and see you. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, but never, I'm, I'm just happy about people coming to see me. I was just up in uh, Senator Tobin this weekend. Uh, at an auditorium in Senatorium, in Mississippi, sees twelve hundred uh, people. It was packed, but the but packed. But I talked about it in the plate. It was probably fifty fifty black and white. That's wonderful. Yeah, no, I don't know who could do that nowadays. Fifty right. fifty in Mississippi, black and white. Wow. I don't think it's never been right. Never happened. Because, I mean, I remember even B.B. King talking about that, yeah, how suddenly, yeah. you know, when, when um, you know, he was kind of brought on the stage in San Francisco and all that, how it kind of changed his audience a lot. But you're you're still able to create, because, you know, he was on, I guess, the Chitlin circuit for B. years. B.B. asked me eight or nine months before he passed, the last show he was going to do in Inanola, he asked me personally, said, Bobby, I need you to come to Inanola with me because I want to 
do Intanola, this is going to be my last time I do Intanola. I didn't know it was talking about the last time he was going to do show, period. Right. He said, because I want my people to come to see me. What he meant to me, talking to me one-on-one, he wanted the black people to come to see him. Yeah. Because there wasn't many black people going to see B.B. Yeah. Because when B.B. King did a show, most of the time it was 5% or less black people coming to see B.B. Wow. And I can tell you now, that was hurting to B.B. Yeah, because that, that all changed in the late yeah, 60s yeah, yeah, and yeah, 70s yes, and so yes, forth on yes. that. So, But I have been considered as the king of the chilling circuit. Yeah. Although I have crossed over, but I didn't cross out. And I'm, I don't know what happened just in my music. It's just in the music. Uh, for the last two records I recorded, I kind of leaned to the white audience, not in my writing, just at the way the promotion went. But this record I have come out in September, I think it's a 50-50 division divided between what I do for the children's circuit and what I do for the white audience. I didn't do it intentionally to make a difference because of the black and white issue. I did it in the music line because people knowing I'm the king of the chilling circuit. So I want to do something still in that direction. But I also want to do something that everybody would like. Because I hear guys coming up now say, I'm going to do this because I think this is what white people like. I'm going to cut a record like this because I think this is what black people like. I tried to cut good music and good song where everyone like it. It's not a black and white issue with me. And then on top of that, when you get on stage, you're going to entertain everybody in that room. Everybody in that room. Yeah. And, but it's working for me so far. So far? So far, it's, it's working for me. Okay. And I thank God for that. Yeah. Thank God for that. It's it's a blessing to to be. And everybody know me and they look at me. I don't have no chips on my shoulder about where I've been, what I've done, what I could not do, what I did not do because of me being a black man who played music and played the blues. I'm just blessed to be here to do it and display it. And I'm good enough for doing what I do. If you don't like me, you say, well, I don't like Obama Rush. But damn, he good. That's all what matters. You know, the thing is, you think about it, and I, I've just from past interviews, I just remember stories you've told me from moments when you shouldn't be here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. between the virus, between the bus wreck, between, yeah. you know. Between, between life mean, and what life had to offer to me early. Because yeah. I know I'm not here because I was so smart. I'm so good. I know I'm here because God blessed me to be here for whatever reason that is. And I'm thankful for it. You still have a purpose. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm just going to record some things. I I, I got to jump from that thing to this thing. Greg been telling me about a song that he brought me to record. This song been on here for 15 years telling me about this song. I tried to ignore him about this song. (laughs) It's funny that I won't get into the song, but, but man, I, I said, Greg, that ain't my kind of song. It's, every time I sing, you know this song, your song. <laughs> uh, and I'll let him talk about that. I don't, you know, I'm just going to do it. That's all. <laughs> I, I look forward to it, man. Uh, it's been done by other artists, and they've tried to change it up and make it a little bit more of a torch type song. Yeah. And uh, Bobby wants to record it straight, straight on how it was done originally, but just from a female to a male vocal. Oh, wow. And um, it's, a, it's a Nina Simone song. Oh. That, uh, yeah. that I think. He think I can do it. I know he can, man. Uh, absolutely. So uh, we're going to be doing that hopefully Soon. in the next, yeah, the next few weeks. Um, 
He's got the guitar. You got to get a certain guitar player. Yes, yes. It's going to make that noise, that sound yeah. that you want, you know. And uh, piano player as well. Yeah. He said he's got all that in place. So uh, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I appreciate him listening to me. When, if it uh, don't work out, I'm taking that one out. I'm blaming him for it. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, after you get done blaming Jermaine for messing up in the age. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she messed up a few things. So, Bobby, uh, let's just dive into this. Do you hold grudges? No. Okay, no, just checking. No. But, I, but, but if, if I may start now. But if this don't work out, I may help. I may start. See, you know. You when, know. People, when people give give me the wrong song to do yeah. in the wrong age, with yeah. the wrong age. So this is the know. show that turned Bobby Rush to the dark side. <laughs> if you if you just try to make make me ninety before I get ninety, I have a problem with that. No, 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 no. We say we're going to be ninety in November. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so, so I'll defend her on that one. Some that one there. But you're 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 timeless. You're ageless. Yeah, yeah. Ageless. Greg, I mean, how hard is it? Like, say so you've worked with him a long time, and Bobby, you know, you've got a right to be set in your ways at this point. How hard is it to convince him to do something that maybe he doesn't think he can do? The key is make him believe that it's his idea. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, you sounded just like my wife for a half second there, come to think of it. That's a, oh, once man. again, it sounds like you'll have a good marriage. <laughs> oh, man. Bobby, what's your favorite part about what you do? Uh, Is it getting up on stage? Just uh, 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 my, my planning it. Planning it? Yeah, because really? when I'm on the stage... I'm on the stage doing what I had planned I was going to okay. do. It may seem like I'm doing it out just off the top of my head, yeah. but I planned. Yeah. Yeah, I planned. I, I, I planned the direction. When I go in the studio to record, I even plan how I'm going to sing it. The video, I, 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 I imagine what it's going to sound like, and right. I kind of go through it in my head and what people are going to uh, perceive me to be when I sing it. Yeah. And, and and I kind of plan it out in my head. So that's that's, I don't that's just, the secret to success. Man. Yeah, I don't just yeah. do something just just to be doing it. You know, I don't cut a song just to be doing it because our one thing, it's a few things, but one thing that God have given me is a mind to remember. I have three hundred ninety some odd record that I recorded. Total is 419, but some of the songs are a repeat of some things I have done before. Yeah. But out of the 400 songs I recorded, you know, I can remember at least 350 of them today. That's incredible. And and, yeah. and, and, and that's I, I don't take that for granted, to remember those lines and whatever. And I often talk about a song that I had on, I believe it was 61 years ago. It's that inner little shack down by the bay not far from New Orleans. I met this pretty woman down there when I was about 19. She went and told her daddy she wanted to marry me, and the look on her daddy's face was a sight to see. He said, get out of here and don't you come back no more. Well, I wanted to meet her daddy like a young man all that, but he didn't want no blues singer like Bobby Rich to get married to his daughter. When I went by the house that day, he met me at the door. Dad, mom, big brother John, a dog named Bo. Well, her brother and sister take the dogs on and made them tear off all my clothes. I've been running fast trying to get her way down a dusty road. I've been running fast trying to get her way and across the railroad track. I can hear the kid throwing rocks at me every time I stop to look back, saying, get out of here and don't you come back no more. Well, I sneak down to get married to Jersey Susan. Do you something to swear? I said, take this woman for your loft, the wife, and not a one-night love affair. Before I could say my, open my mouth to say I do, guess who walked through the door? Dad, mom, big brother John, and the dog named Bo. 
I thought right then if I wanted to get married, I had to find a way to elope. I decided to go to Las Vegas to get away from her nosy folks. As soon as I got to Las Vegas, the same day I walked in, that was all her friend, all the kin, and that damn dog again. <laughs> and I can recite 300 songs to you like that today. That's incredible. I can't even tell you where my car keys are right now. <laughs> <laughs> but then that's, that's nothing that I, I laugh yeah. about because I'm so smart. It's just that God has blessed me to yeah. remember well. You got that muscle memory, too. I, from the performing, yeah. But yeah. three, that's amazing, because you see some stars, you know, somebody will raise their hand, hey, play this, and they're like, yeah. and even when people ask me, hey, remember that cartoon? No, no, I, <laughs> sorry. I'll take, well, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. And a lot of times it's like, did, you did that cartoon, and so I know somebody else did it, and I'll go, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. As long as there came a compliment. Well, I got some things I don't remember, but most of the thing I do. Yeah. What? Yeah. Talking about memories. And, you know, looking back over your career, and like I said, there's so many great stories. By the way, your book is fantastic. Thank I would recommend the book. How's, how'd that do? Did it, you sell? Dude, are you kidding? It's doing Still I, doing. I, I, it's, it's done. I just got uh, last week. It just came in. I don't know where you're going to win, but I'm, I'm in the category of the book of the year. Are you really? Yeah. Ain't studying you. Yeah. Ain't studying you. Yeah. Yeah. Just got it last Thursday. Come in and let's, I'm nominated at the book of the year. That's fantastic. It it's a be, great book. That's yeah. a good story. I mean, you're a great storyteller because you experience so many different musicians and so many stories. Well, Getting to work in Chicago, having to deal with some of the stuff up there was just off the charts. I guess that's, that's, that's uh, the other people who had something happen to them in life just as bad as I have or good as I have, yeah. whatever. But I think, I think what happened in this situation with me, that I slipped through the crack, that I fell down and had bad things that happened to me, but I didn't stay down. I yeah. dusted myself off and kept walking. When I, What I want people to get out of this book, that if I can make it out of all my hills and valleys that I've been through, yeah. if I can make it as a little country boy, you can too. Yeah, I think that's the thing I got out of the book was, number one, like I said, some of the challenges you – I mean, obviously, growing up when you did, mm-hmm. under the circumstances you did – um, with everything from racism to poverty yeah, to everything yeah. else. Um, but you never let that get to I never, you. never get to me, and I still yeah. don't let it get to me. Yeah. You know, in my age and time now, I don't give up. You know, I'm, I'm here to stay, man. I, I, I don't give up. I'm, I'm, yeah, I got a few walls that knock down still, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know, I got a couple of songs I need to record for for, for my friend. And, yeah. yeah, I won't call his name, you know. And uh, he think I can do it, so I'm going to try to make a believe out of it. Oh, I think you can do it. I mean, you can do anything you put your brain to. You <laughs> obviously have on that. Of course, yeah. that's Bobby Rush you're listening to right now. Uh, and you've got an upcoming performance coming up on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit at Offbeat and Jackson. Well, well I, I can tell you what I know about it. Uh, uh, it's a record store in Jackson, North State Street. I've never been to it personally, but uh, when a gentleman called me about it, I think great, know the gentleman. And I'm going to go down and try to uh, much oblige him when I've said that, yeah. to do what I have to do to to make it come alive because there's not many record stores in the country now, not just in Mississippi. Yeah. So I hope he do well, and I'm wishing him well. And I, if I can be a part of him doing well and being in business, uh, I'm there. So I'm going to go there on uh, on the 17th, which is mm-hmm. Wednesday. 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 I believe it's 6 o'clock. If anybody around, meet me over there, 6 or 6.30. I don't know what time it is, 6 o'clock? I don't know. 6 o'clock. But anyway. You'll be there. Yeah, and, and I'll be there. Just come on over and uh, and let me uh, sing to you, talk to you, 
tell you a couple of stories and our, uh, and come down and meet this young gentleman. This young gentleman have the nerve to put the store here on North State Street. I think he's going to do well. I'm hoping he do well. I'm praying he do well. And uh, and uh, my hat's off to you, brother. It's kind of fun to see vinyl come back, though. Oh, God, man, please. Yeah. It's, it's see record stop stores come back, period. Because oh, yeah. in the last past, what, 10 years, record stores have been out. Yeah, everybody's been if, streaming. If, yeah. if you don't go to work, because your bandstand been the part of your record store. Yeah. If you don't work, you don't you don't sell no records. Right. So I'm glad to see the gentleman come back and and I hope that he do well. Business of, of music. You know, it's like I know so many musicians that don't quite understand the business of music. It's, it's almost like radio. You know, yeah. people think radio is where you play records or where you tell stories or where you do interviews. All that's good. But if people don't buy out time from you, yeah. you you're ready it's you're right. gone. Right. You're not in business. You know? It's not by playing records, it's by selling our time. Well, just, it's like a car wash. You got selling water. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, you're selling an experience. Yeah, experience. And that's the thing. A Bobby Rush is an experience. But it's just like your radio show. You you educate people about some things that they may not know about. And you also interviewing people and talking about things they may have never thought of. Yeah. And that's education. Talk a little bit, you know, Good advice about how to live a long and prosperous life. Treat others like you wish to be treated. Do what you need to do for yourself first, because if you're not here, you can't do for others. That's true. Got to put that oxygen mask on first. Yes, first. Because what you do for yourself is what you do for others. You can't do for others till you're able to do for yourself. You can't do that. You know, I can remember uh, I tell people, that a lot of things have changed in this life, but so many things remain the same. I remember when I was a kid, we didn't have electrolytes. Didn't have a toilet inside the house. We had to go outside to a toilet. Smelled bad. They looked bad. Now I have the nine bathroom in my house. They look good. They smell good. But you do the same thing in them. That happened, Jane. <laughs> That's a good place to take a break. This is now you're talking on MPB Think Radio. We have Bobby Rush in with us today, the famous Bobby Rush, the Bobby Rush who got a cameo in Netflix's Dolmite with uh, "Is My Name" alongside Eddie Murphy. Okay, so you're next to Eddie, Eddie Murphy at, on that, that. That's such a great. I mean, I love that. I was like, yeah. "That's a Bobby Rush." When you know, I saw I, it, I, I wanted to. Be, I wanted to do this. I'm, I, I could tell this story. They slotted me a time to do this, and I did not know. I'm talking about yeah. big money thing. I, I want to give you the numbers, but the number was great. Lot me three days to record it. Smart Bobby Rush. I didn't want nobody to know that I couldn't, that I'm not an actor, so I don't need no three days to do this. I can do this in one day. I did it in 45 minutes. And I had three days to do it, and they're going to pay me this big money every day. Now, I wasn't smart enough. <laughs> and I wasn't smart enough to do a half a day and say, listen, let's come back tomorrow and make me some more money. Yeah. You know, and I missed out on the big money because I did it in one take. It's a good virus. <laughs> and, I, and they sent me home. <laughs> and I said to my manager, I said, listen, when Ed and Murphy get here, I would like to meet him because I just know him at a distance as a. As a movie actor, yeah, I like to meet him. 
Eddie knows so much about me, and when he got there, he stopped the whole, stopped everybody, and came up and hugged me. That a hug you see, Eddie Murphy came up and hugged me on the movie. It wasn't planned to be in the movie, but they they kept that because that was natural. Yeah, they kept that part, and he knew all about me. His mom, his aunties, and everything had me in in his home. He brought pictures of me and everything. Wow, of of me with the. I didn't, it didn't know more about me than I know about myself. And I was going to introduce myself so I could tell him something about me. Yeah. He had it all down. I mean, good on him for, for knowing all that. But, I mean, how does that make you feel? Because, like I said, that's, that's, well, it made that's me Eddie feel, Murphy. You know. It made me feel real stupid. I could, I could, I can tell it now. Yeah. They had about $30,000 a day for me to do this movie. And I did it in 30 minutes. So, so you yeah, it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing some quick math here real quick right there. You could have got a little bit of Eddie Murphy's money on yes, that one. Yes, yes. Lord, it had me three days to get it right. I got it right in 45 minutes. You know. Stupid Bobby Rush. Getting to know you. And, you know, like I said, I pull for you. I really do. Every time I see you do something good, it makes my heart happy. I'm happy about the, the, the upcoming MB, MPB movie that'll be out, whatever form it's going to be in. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward There's to it. There's a lot of a, magic in it. Um, they did a lot of uh, a, a great thing. They followed me to a lot of great places. They shot a great so a lot of great shots, man. Yeah. And I'm so happy about it. And I won't get into the. Yeah, you don't biblical, want to spoil too much. Stuff, yeah. but, but they had me in the church, and I won't get into all that about it. But man, this stuff is great. They got me walking through the cathedral, and you know, oh man, it's oh god. I've seen a little bit of the footage, and it's magic. Oh, it's magic. It is. Uh Taiwan did a great job. Yeah, he's he's magic. He's, he's magic. very talented. Very and I talented think guy. I think it reached. I think it went beyond what everybody thought it was going to be. So we all. Are happy about what it turned out to be. Good, that's a good thing. And, and it's and it's when you see it, it's going to be beyond what we even could imagine it would be. When you were young and you were out there hustling and you were getting things done, did you ever think that you'd win a Grammy? Oh no, man! I mean, you didn't have that like on your bucket list. <laughs> no, man, I didn't know anything about what I was doing uh, that in that direction because I never thought I would would be there because I came up as a as a blues singer as a black man who from the southern state. When I went to uh, to do the record, I recorded the things that I thought was that would make people happy, and not think about it to win no award or be no no Grammy. I didn't ever think about it. I think about it now. Yeah, I think about it now because it, it happened to. Where me. do you keep the trophy? I sing the little places. Okay. So yeah, I, I, you I, got I, keep them, yeah. I, I keep them kind of locked up in a in a vault. Yeah, you know. Uh, I have so many. I've been up for. Blues Award, 41 times, yeah. and I won 19. I've been up for a Grammy six times and won two. But but I'm a Hall of Famer and a oh, whole yeah. bit. So, yeah. and, I, and I just appreciate it. And I got this new record coming out uh, in September. Uh, it's one of them records that I recorded. I went to record 10 songs, and they came out so good. Good thing to be, good position to be in. Nice Came problem out so to have. good, nice problem. You didn't do it in forty five minutes, and no, I okay, did. Okay. I, but I did it in two days. Yeah, and I cut this record. I said, "Wow, I don't have any throwaway." So I went back in the studio the next week, and I cut nine more songs. They were equally as good. Now I'm saying, which one of these I'm going to put out? And I said, "Wow." I wrote a song that it said, uh, 
and I use the word, I want you to listen to this real good. So we come a long way, but I got a long way to go. The things I used to do down to Louisiana, I just don't do anymore. I used to carry water 15 miles for 50 cents a day. It's a shame a boy nine years old had to work so hard every day. I used to pick cotton in the cotton field where I used to live. Now I'm still picking cotton, but I own a piece of the field. I'm free. Take a look at me. I got the shackles off my feet and the chains off my mind. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love the whole concept of owning a piece of the field. Yes. Because that's the music business right, right there, too. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Why, why did you move to Mississippi? I moved to Mississippi because of uh, I'm looking for my roots. My great-grandfather named Van Spivey, who lived in, in the Mississippi area, in the Jackson, Mississippi area, Carthage, Mississippi, somewhere in, the, in this area. My great-grandmother had six kids by Van Spivey, who was a white man. He was also married. She was a slave in his house. He had five kids by his wife. So when he was on his dying bed, he wanted to divide the land up to his children. And my great-grandmama was one of the kids. That was one great-auntie was three or four years old. So the white side of the family, taking up my taking all the black side of the kids to Eudora, Arkansas, dropped them off in a barn. That's how my dad met my mama from Louisiana. So I wanted to come back to Mississippi to find my roots because I was told not to never come back to Mississippi because some harm was going to be done to us. But it wasn't that. We found out that the man who owned the land was trying to divide land to his children, and I was one of them. So I came back to Mississippi, went to Carthage, Mississippi, looking for my roots, and I found them. But there's no black people. They're all white. And they've taken me in. So this chip I had on my shoulder about what I was going to do, what I was going to say, went away because they embraced me so well. That's amazing. And uh, here I am in Mississippi. I'm here to stay. You've, it's been a very good move for you. It was a good move for me, and it's a good time. It, it shattered a lot of love in my heart because the love of my people, which is, uh, which is there's no black people on my grandmama's side, but they shed so much love to me. The ones that I met, they respected me so well, and they welcomed me in. So nothing I could say but cry, tears of joy. One thing I've discovered about Mississippi, and I think you probably agree with me, if you're in the creative business, this is a good place to be. It's a good place to be. Yeah, it's it's, it's good for me because of, because the family side of it. Yeah, nothing you can do about it because I remember my mother was blonde hair and blue eyed when I went to school. My mother had to play, she was babysitting me. Yeah. She couldn't play, she was my mother. Really? She was, she was my babysitter. And my daddy was her chauffeur when he was out. He was her husband and my father at home only. I think about the things you've been through. And I think that story about you and your friend, with the fire and the bus, the oh, wreck, yeah. car yeah. wreck, and, yeah. and the police officers came by you. Came by, it was, I couldn't tell whether it was the chef department or the police department. I couldn't tell who it was. I just hit I know a lot of people when they asked that we were buried in the ground to try to stay warm. Someone said in the crowd, says, is anybody else here? Someone said, no, just two N-words to use. They're in the ground. They're already buried. Let them stay there. And they left us there. That alone would be enough to make me angry. Yeah. I, you look at it, 
so many things have changed, but so many things remain the same. But you have to turn things are loose because the person who said that, they don't know any better. Yeah. And you have to turn it loose. You have to turn it loose. You have to dust yourself and turn it loose. Because our life is life. Living is living. People do things they don't want to do. Some of them intentionally do what they're doing, but they don't know any better. I think you truly gave us that advice for a long and prosperous yes. life right yes. there. All right, let's go over one more time. In the last couple of minutes, we're going to be out in about a minute. Upcoming projects, just remind us everything, what we need to look for. You need to look for this this new CD that's coming out. I have a, a single off of it now called One Monkey Can Stop a Show. And it speaks about the reason I know that because I don't want you to be like this man up in Wakala, Maine, who treated Roma wrong. She got mad and cut off his dangling. Now when he go to the bathroom, he had to sit down and pee. Hurt him so bad when he go, all he can say is, woo-wee. <laughs> now, so I'm not talking about something that you can't talk about on the radio. This is all clean stuff. It's not, a, <laughs> but, but you see, women just don't take that stuff. That's all I'm saying to you. Be careful of the woman that fix dinner for you because I ain't no telling what she may do to you. She put some good with us in your bread <laughs> and bring it to your bed. You wake up the next morning to find your own stuff dead. You got Jermaine in there going hallelujah. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Amen, They just don't take it, you know. Greg, so, so look for this good record. This record coming out uh, in September. It's called All My Love For You. I'm not talking about just a woman. I'm talking about the people as a whole been with me all these years. All these things for me as my fans and friends. Thank you. All my love for you. Bobby, all my love for you too, man. Thank you so much. Today has been amazing. This has been a great show. Greg, thank you for joining us too. Thanks for having me, man, and having me on. Uh, it's been fun. That's been pretty It's been a lot of fun. Bobby Russ, let's do this again soon. Thank you. And I want to get into name calling because people be trying to call, you know, uh, you can tell me, uh, what is, who's, who produced this show for you? Uh, her name's Jermaine Flood. She's oh, amazing. I didn't. I didn't know. I just. Didn't, didn't, oh, I she wanted, dead to you now? Yeah, yeah. Because she told. She said I was. He's young. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Oh, uh, no, he's. She's the best. I didn't call nobody we, name, did I? Yeah. We all love love Jermaine. <laughs> all right, Bobby. Bobby. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. listening, and thanks for joining us. If you'd like to hear us again, of course, you can listen on our podcast app or the MPB Public Media app on the Great Podcast. Now, you're talking is a production of MPB Think Radio, and it's produced by the amazing, wonderful, who we love, Jermaine Flood. So, stay tuned for Southern Remedy, healthy and fit. Up next, and join us again next Monday at 10. I'm Marshall Ramsey. Y'all Marshall, Jermaine, love you. Y'all have a great week. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.